Love 365. And I'd like to welcome you all on my podcast today. Um, first of all, today is a little different because um, my guest host, Mr. Cameron Waller, has been on several podcasts with me. But today I want to officially welcome him as my co-host. So, Mr. Cameron Walker, Waller, rather, I want to welcome you as my co-host on the podcast. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. You know, glad to, you know, still be doing this with you. I have fun with it every time. Great. Thank you. Okay, and then we're going to just go right into, so today we have three distinguished gentlemen, Mr. William Pedro, Mr. Daryl Adams, and Mr. Richard Watkins. Welcome, welcome to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Great. So, of course, I have to mention this is Memorial Day weekend and Mr. William Pedro is a Vietnam veteran. So, Mr. Pedro, I want to thank you for your service. Thank you. Thank you for recognizing that. Appreciate it. Okay, great. Now, um, these three gentlemen... Along oh, by, with by the way, Mr. Mr. Watkins is a, is a veteran also. Thank you oh. as well, Mr. Watkins. Okay, well, Mr. Watkins, I want to thank you for your service. M- much appreciated. Thank you. All right, thank you. Now, um, these three gentlemen, along with Mr. Maynard Parker, Dr. Guy Bragg, as, um, I, as music, have collaborated to form a 501c nonprofit corporation for the preservation of jazz history and the progression of jazz music. That's correct, right? Right. And so my question is, what prompted you to start this corporation? Well, uh, let me, uh, this this is Watkins. Let me start just giving you just a little background, if it's okay, of Baltimore Jazz House, Inc. Um, It is, as you said, it's a nonprofit corporation. Uh, It was organized and operated exclusively for uh, charitable purposes and specifically to provide jazz preservation, education, and promulgation. And what we do, Baltimore Jazz House, Inc., we're a local music organization. Uh, with the goal to help uh, unify musicians of all backgrounds, not just jazz, but of all backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And we seek to you know, create a platform for music education, for performance, uh, after-school programs, uh, weekly music workshops. Oh, and we, we, we want to say that jazz, uh, you'll find, is a strong foundation for all types of music. And we look to spread that knowledge of uh, music theory uh, while we allow the participants to learn from professional musicians uh, with the wealth of experience in all genres of music. Uh, Baltimore Jazz House uh, is also involved with the furthering education of youth in order to prepare them for college courses in music for performance opportunities and to release uh, knowledgeable performers out into the vast world of music. So that's oh. that's who we are. Okay. Well, that, that's very good. That's, you know, very, um, a good position to be in. And the fact that you're helping the youth and stuff like that is, is, is definitely a good thing. So, um, now I know it's challenging for you all to coordinate and rehearse and play, you know, for different shows and stuff like that. 
um, do you find that sort of a, a big challenge really I mean how does that um, well, that well I think do? at first it was a lot more difficult than it, it evolved into mm-hmm. uh, because of um, several uh, coincidences let's say we uh we have we have several um uh um places that are available to us to to collectively play together mm, okay yeah mm-hmm. so so one of which is the Randall's town community center okay. which is built for the use of uh people who live in and around Randall's town which Uh, so, uh the majority of us actually do live there mm-hmm. and and have access to the building on a regular basis uh-huh. so th- so that became sort of our hub mm-hmm. uh that we used to collect our our musicians together and 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 that actually is the home base of our weekly uh workshop that we put on okay So I know you're all talented musicians, you know, um and how do you keep that cohesiveness between such great talent without getting competitive with each other? Anybody can jump in. Oh, we 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 stay competitive with each other. Um <laughs> we 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 have several um groups or organizations of musicians that come together to play um my my group is actually a deep water jazz band and it's a collection of other band leaders. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the band leaders came together around me as the bass player to study and move forward with certain advancements in music that we didn't necessarily have the opportunity to do in the other bands that we participated in and that we led. Okay. Ma- mainly because a lot of music is driven by um monetary reward mm-hmm. and as such the uh places where we play uh get to have some input or say so in the type of music that we play mm-hmm. so we always needed an outlet for creative drive and okay. uh something that would allow us to explore other types of music uh subgenres that we would like to experiment with and come together to to uh educate each other in some of the things that we've found out from our journeys around the world and whatnot. Mhm. Okay, that's pretty impressive. So now I see that you have a workshop as well. Um that you're participating um which is managed by I think um the name is um Derek Amin. Amin. The tell us about, the, yeah, tell us yeah. about that. How the, how does that workshop The, the Tuesday workshop was created by quite a few people but Derek Amin is the caretaker of it. Okay. Uh, it is where anybody can come on Tuesday night. It just so happens that all of us from the um from the groups that the Dow runs uh Bottle Rich also plays. There's another group we call Jazzy and Blue. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Get into some talk about that but basically it, it it's the home base where people can come to pick up on the skills that Daryl is talking about Daryl's band called Deep Water Jazz Band is probably at this point the most complex 
of the of the collections of people that we put together. Mm-hmm. And and we and we needed a place that we could come and and have the musicians allowed to experiment with the depth of, of what jazz is chord structure melodic melodies bass lines and it was a slow it, it was a slow thing at first but we gradually realized the best thing we could do was play around each other's strong points and 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 let the knowledge that each one of us brought in mix into what we were teaching mm-hmm. okay and 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 the rec center like Daryl was just saying was there for the benefit of the community and so that, that's how we look at it as part of the a community uh outreach there were plenty of young men who have come through and gone on to other to schools and came to think of all of their names at the moment but uh, but that's basically what what the structure was for and then it started to evolve mm-hmm. as each of us discovered different avenues to uh as as Daryl likes to say we, we why it's called deep water he says cuz you got to go out in the deep water and learn how to swim with, okay with, okay I like, that. I like that a lot cuz yeah. we're looking we're looking at the work from people like Miles Davis and and Louis Armstrong and Coltrane and wow. uh, that's just the name of few right. but the depth that you have to dig into that music requires a a place that everybody can come together and and be free to experiment through all of these different genres that that we like to go through. Mhm. Oh, I'm I'm really impressed with you guys. I mean, there's so much knowledge and depth there that you're you're, you know, sharing with us. And I know Cameron has some questions too. So, I'm going to let him go ahead and and throw in some of those questions. You want to ask these gentlemen? Come. Yep, for sure. So, um, you know, you mentioned like so like you guys try to do like, you know, some after school programs and, you know, further, you know, education in the college. I'm all I, I love the fact that you brought up brought up that, you know, I think everyone, you know, needs to It doesn't matter if it's music, art. I'm sorry, technically I, I can't hear anything coming from your co-host. Yeah, I can't either. No. You can't hear me? Uh-oh. Really? No, nah, I didn't hear anything coming from either. Hmm. Uh-oh. Try to um speak again. Um Are you able to hear me? Did you can you hear anything at all from him? No, I cannot. I can No, and uh I'm looking at the list of uh participants in your uh anchor mm-hmm. recording and mm-hmm. there's the four of us not 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 five. Mm-hmm. So are you able to hear me? Uh yeah, I can, I can hear, hear I can hear you Cameron. Okay. Oh, um I'm going to try to back out and, and come back in, okay? Okay. I would probably have to send it to you again though. Hold on. Okay, let's yeah, let me do that. This reminds me of live performing. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Um it is live and so um that is weird though. Usually we're able to um I mean I can see his name is on here so you're not able to 
here at no. all. I wonder why. Hmm. Maybe you can relay what he says to us. I will have to wait for him to come back in now. He seemed to have. Um... Yeah, that's probably the easiest way if, if we can't hear him. You can bring the questions he, he wants to ask to the to the group. Ah, there he is. Can you guys hear me now? Okay. You sure can. All right, sorry about that. There you go. All right. So um, you guys mentioned you mentioned something about after school programs and you know further education in the college. Um, I just can you guys just talk a little bit more about that? You know, I'm all for you know furthering education. I think everyone doesn't matter what you are, what you're doing, math, art, music, whatever education people can get. I just think it's the best thing in the world, and more people need to you know. Everyone, everyone should always be trying to continue their education and always just be searching out more, more and more knowledge. And so I just want you guys to speak a little bit more about um, that. Well, what we have, we have uh, uh, our education is one of the three, um, one of the three uh, purposes that uh, Baltimore Jazz House Inc. has. And uh, <clears throat> what we have is an education program it focuses on jazz history and, and musical structure. Uh, also, we do have a curriculum for beginning musicians that are interested in learning about uh, jazz formats. And uh, we, we have a, a, a program that we use to teach students how to compose music, how to compose on a computer, uh, and have uh, musicians actually play those compositions. Uh, either as it's being written or, or, or shortly after. And, and we, we established this program, we're putting it together right when COVID hit. Wow. <laughs> so right when that hit is when we were, were, were starting to get those concepts together. And uh, so now as it's hopefully starting to lift, uh, we can get back into that and, and, and really have that uh, program established. But as Daryl and, and Bill said, the, uh, the workshop or that facility, the Randallstown Community Center is the base. Uh, we have all the structure in place to be able to do that and the curriculum in place. We now just need uh, the the uh, environment to uh, be friendly to us so we'll be able to do that. Okay. Yeah, we've, we've also had several of, uh, of our participants uh, be brought to us by the parents because they knew uh, several of us have post post uh, postgraduate degrees and mm -hmm. uh, have connections into universities, mm -hmm. and those connections have been used to direct some of the students into the higher education stratus. And in addition, just of course being around people that have been educated in postgraduate uh, exposes youngsters these are some 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 of the students were uh junior high school and high school level when they came to us mm -hmm. and one one of them david jung he he went on to uh college to be mentored by gary bartz uh he went to uh i think it was um um Ober oberlin right oberlin oberlin yeah. university and gary bartz is his mentor and he he came back after he graduated and hung out with us for a bit. Of course, he is so talented now. He 
he, he kind of left us in the dust. Oh, but, wow. Um, yeah, yeah. He went from learning from us to actually teaching us, which is amazing, right? And wow. it's, it's great to even it's see that happen. Circle. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. And now he's back in school now getting his master's degree. Right, because I was I was wondering about that, you know, how your influence, your skills and your knowledge of music influenced the younger generation and even some of the comeback players. So yeah, you pretty much explained that. Well, a lot of what we do is is to train people to go out and be on their own. The one I'm thinking of is a young man that, that I spent a lot of time with named Travis Davis, who mm-hmm. came in and um he really took all, he could play piano, keyboard, Bach, Beethoven, and through a gentleman named um, JT Abercrombie, who was uh, one of the gentlemen that, that we had with us a long time before he passed. But he um, knew, he saw, he saw Travis's talent right away. And Travis spent oh, a good year or two mm-hmm. just, just reading books, studying, uh, he's a graduate of oh I forgot the school in Florida. Delaware, Del- Delaware, yeah, and oh, Delaware okay. State University, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, and, and and he what what got to be so great about this, you see, he he called me up right before the pandemic hit, and, and I said you know I I have a a, a gig I need a a baseball I play bass also along with Daryl I play saxophone too. But it turned out the student was hiring me to come gig with him. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay. And, and that's the reality. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, see, the object is is to get them ready to go out into the real world of music. Right, right. And, and let them have... Because the you guys have already been there, so it's now for you to show the youngsters how, what to do and so on and guide them. Yeah, and, and a lot of it is, is not all pure out of the book. Uh, a lot of it is teaching them to not be afraid to delve into some of the more difficult uh, pieces of music. And I found a way, because I like to collect music. I have all these different fake books and and all that. Daryl was always pointing it out to me, how many of these songs seem to sound alike. And mm-hmm. if you learn one, you learn the structure of another one. Mm-hmm. And then also where to start them at. So I found from working with JT, start on what looks like simple jazz songs, which they're really not. Uh, some of the things that Miles Davis wrote, like Freddie Freeloader, which it looks simple on the surface, surface. But we get people started on that to get the basic under, understanding of the structure of the various chord arrangements, how they mesh with each other, and then bring them up till they can get to play with a group like Daryl's group. Daryl's group is, what, about nine or 10 people on a regular basis? Yeah, mm-hmm. nine people. Mm-hmm. And, wow, that's and, and, and And all of them can play their own music. Daryl's people writes their own music. They, they're not necessarily playing stuff that's in the fake book or the real book, now they call it. They're writing. <laughs> so we want to get people from the entry where they're learning the fundamentals to where they can actually 
do things like that, play their write their own music and play their own music. Okay. And and before our um our poet laureate uh passed away, uh we would also have poetry sessions and uh presenting of lyrics and uh and uh things from a, from a, a writing point of view, in addition to just music. Mm-hmm. So we had several of the arts represented all in one. In, in addition, we started uh, pushing out uh, exposure to different aspects of computer technology, which now is the major part of how music is made and distributed. So we, we'd have uh, computer sessions on some of the workshops where we would go into showing how some of this software works, which of course now connects music to STEM, as you, as you can see how it all kind of moves together. Right, right. And the parents would be there, not really realizing that because their, their daughter or son may play trumpet or flute, that they are also being exposed to STEM possibilities. Okay, okay. And so the kid now starts to, whereas STEM has sort of a, you know, mountain to climb, kind of not cool thing to, for kids to look into, but now we're connecting it to the things that they do enjoy and love. And they start to understand that the basis of a lot of the job possibilities and things that enhance their lives are all interconnected. Wow, music covers a lot there. So Cameron, you, yeah, I know you had another thing, some more questions. So how do like how do you? Um, sorry, let me try to get my words out. <laughs> how, how do you guys try to you know connect with the youth? Um, is it hard for you guys to you know kind of get them interested in jazz and or or do you know you just have people you know coming to your guys at the 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 Randallstown Community Center? Oh no no they 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 are interested from the get go because like, that's um, what I like to hear. That's what yeah like. yeah yeah it's uh it's not it's once you hear it 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 immediately pulls you in because if you have any any interest in music at all when you hear something as sophisticated as a Duke Ellington suite of music. Mm. Mm. You just, you just, you hear all the possibilities of all of the pop music and things that are represented. I, I don't know if you know it, but Cab Calloway, who's mm-hmm. a Baltimore native, right, is yeah. actually one, no, known as one of the inventors of rap music. Hmm. Wow. Back in the day, he used to rap over top of the bebop that Dizzy Gillespie used to play. Ah. And so when we start interconnecting things like that and letting them actually hear it and understanding that they're already playing some of that stuff, then they, then then the imagination gets fired up. And and once you ignite the imagination, right, the sky's the limit, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. And we do something else that catches their attention. We can live stream from the rec center ah. directly into Facebook, Mm-hmm. Uh, not Facebook, um, YouTube. We have a link. Uh, we've live streamed a couple of shows. And if you have a young group that's coming up and needs a video to present, um, we can shoot the video. We, we actually use that that facility as our home base. We actually have an agreement to 
rent the space at a discount, you know, because we're nonprofit. And and the group, we had a couple of the groups. I think in the Chips group, you know, we videoed some of his stuff so he could go out and present it to potential gigs, you know, that he may have. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but we we can live stream from that from that space. In addition and, and, to a worldwide friend and family distribution of their performances. Yeah, yeah. And and to add that to that um, that workshop or that that venue uh, offers an opportunity for networking. Uh, we've found uh, a lot of uh, cases music teachers, music teachers from the local high schools will come by there, and will make connections with some of the young uh, people that are there. So you, you get some cross-fertilization that way. And uh, some of the the, uh, the younger musicians will connect to uh, the teachers in, in the school system. Mm. So it's a melting pot of uh, opportunity. Okay. One thing I didn't really realize, you know, until, you know, I got a little bit, a little bit older. You don't realize how much of our music Day samples the older music, like music from past generations, and it blows my mind. Like I'll be playing stuff, you know, from my dad, and he'd be like, "Oh, this came from this song back in the '80s or in the '90s," and I'd be like, "I had no idea." Some of the stuff yeah. you're listening to probably comes from all the way back in the '30s and '40s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, it's multi generational, but the key is to not feel that jazz has a locked in spot anywhere on the dial it's always searching for when you look at the people that came out of louis armstrong that that later moved out of miles davis and that crew to to some of the stuff that's out here now that it, it's it's all each generation passing on to the next generation what what they know, but then also how to take it and move it in their own direction. Mm-hmm. That that, but they got they gotta have confidence and have that that foundation that they know music, they know enough about it, to, you know, to to play what's in their heart and in their as we call it the chakra. What what part of your being vibrates to the sounds that you are creating? So it it gets it can get way beyond. Let, let's put some sheet music up in front of us and play some songs. It's okay, right? Yeah, you need you need to, and and the one who 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 constantly reminds me of that is Daryl. So we have, and then he, he knows that I'm going to go and experiment with all sorts of other uh, <laughs> sounds, you know. But that's what it's about. It, it's it, music is a living thing. Right. It's a, a living entity, and. The only way to ever really to really appreciate it, you have to allow it to breathe and live in the space that you're in right now. Mm-hmm. Learn from the past, enjoy the present, but understand you're moving forward. And and that actually connects back to what Mr. Watkins was speaking of when we formed the organization. Yeah. Right. Right, Rich. Yep. That's it, yeah. and 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 our philosophy is, you know, we we reach out to the younger generation, and uh, we feel instead of pushing things onto them or concepts onto them, we pull. 
you know, we pull them towards us. It's, it's a it's a lot more powerful to pull someone than to try to push something. Um, if you can imagine a rope trying to push a rope, it doesn't really work too well. But when you pull, pull it. and they That's grab a hold, they, they, they become part of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. You had more questions, Cameron? No, that's all I had. Okay. So I know that you each play, um, of course, um, I think it's the Daryl, you're on the upright bass, right? Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Um, um, Watkins? Well, I, I play uh, drums. I, drums. I play trumpet through, through, yeah, through high school. And then I was absent for about 40 years and then I started playing drums and I got with these gentlemen. And uh, because uh, Daryl and, and, and Bill are here, I will just say I dabble at the bass. I do not call myself a bass player uh, with these two gentlemen, but uh, I do love the bass. So bass and drums is, is what I'm really interested in. Okay. So, so what do you all like the best? What do you feel that you really, you know, really, when you're playing, you're really just into it? You mean mu- music-wise? Musically, yeah, musically speaking, yeah. Yeah, I've been, uh, um, uh, it's, 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 it's funny that, that Cameron mentioned uh, um, uh, sampling, right? And then, and, 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 uh, and taking pieces of older music and building newer music around it. Mm-hmm. So I have a nephew who's a hip hop producer and he introduced me to his sampling techniques and the guy that builds his beats for him. And I watched some of his process and I begun to steal from him oh. some of his <laughs> methods okay. and put them in my live band. So what I do is I borrow pieces of older music. I find the commonalities that Bill mentioned where forms and shapes of other songs sound like other songs. Mm -hmm. And with uh, the help of of my wife, who's a lyricist, we started writing lyrics to those instrumentals, cobbling together suites of music that have to do with more than one song some of which are original pieces of music some of which are songs that we borrowed from some of the masters Mm -hmm. so that's some of the things that i i'm enjoying now there's a um artist who goes by the name of um 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 what's his name um bobby watson okay and he's a He's a graduate of the Art Blakey Jazz Messenger Band back in the uh, mid uh, 80s. And just to show you how things are connected, his first band contained Roy Hargrove. And Roy Hargrove generated his band, which was the RH Factor, which included Common, the rapper. Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard him. I, I like I like what he does. Yeah. Yeah. So some of the music that Bobby writes is actually connected through that through line all the way up till now. So he has a beautiful song called "My Song," which we've borrowed and written lyrics for. And um, we actually just came out of the recording studio uh, back around May 14th, and we're doing post production now on some of the uh, 
the, the music that we recorded in the studio at that time. So that's that's where I'm at. That sounds exciting. Oh, so, we're having a blast. I imagine so. So what if someone wanted to hire you guys? How would they reach you? You probably have a website, right? Is that the Baltimore? We have a, yeah, we have yeah, we have a website. It's mm-hmm. uh, baltimorejazzhouseinc.com. Is that correct, Bill? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. baltimorejazzhouseinc.com. Mhm. Okay. And so between that and your nonprofit, you seem to be very busy. We hope we hope to be. <laughs> we hope to be. Right. You yeah, know- coming coming out of COVID, one of the concepts that we just stumbled upon was um, you know, you know, with the uh the 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 the, the threat of still creating super spreader events indoors. Mm-hmm. We were looking at possibilities of creating a bringing something back from the 70s called the jazz mobile. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're actually looking into maybe recreating that as a possible way to present music outdoors all throughout the spring and the summer. It's a it's a portable stage on a large bus that oh. can be driven around to different locations and you can put on the concerts right there. Oh, that's a novel idea. Mm-hmm. Well, that's once again we've borrowed from what they used to do in the 70s. I think Bill actually experienced that and brought that idea to me. Oh. Yeah, in New York way back there there was a few people that had that as as a platform. And you know who else where else it's it does happen uh New Orleans. Oh, okay. They they kind of, you know, while well, New Orleans is a musical city. So right. all sorts of different things occur. And and we're trying to get hopefully that they start up some of the summer series cuz we had a was it right before the pandemic maybe 3 years ago remember we all played in the park we had one yes. by the waterfront and Druid Druid Hill we 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 played a couple of gigs in the outdoors and that's probably the safest place to play right now just because people are still a little nervous about being in confined uh spaces right Now I know this is kind of impromptu. So is there some a piece that you could quickly play for us? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm actually not near my instrument, so oh, okay. no no, none of us are at this point. I guess we are, we'll keep that for the next time you guys come on. Well, I'm going to speak for myself as a drummer. I can beat on anything. Okay. All right. We'll take that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll take that. So, it, it, again, it was a pleasure. We learned so much from you guys. So much information and, you know, the good work that you're doing and it sounds exciting. And I'm really honored to have you guys on my podcast and today we we really learned a lot. Sure, and I I personally will reach out to you when when we get this album release going and you'll be able to listen to some of our music that we created. Okay, sounds good. So I'm looking forward to that. Thank you very much. All right. It's been a pleasure. And really appreciate you inviting us uh, on. Oh, sure, absolutely. You're welcome to come on anytime. And so um this is Carly's Love 365. I want to thank you all. and we will um as i always say 
love versus hate we want to choose love especially with all that's going on right now you know in our nation and in our world there's just so much hatred and and hurt and pain and anger and all of that but we want to choose love and so um again thank you guys and you have a wonderful evening okay. thank you very much again Cameron? thank you guys for coming on thank you okay bye now bye